Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Time Extend. My name is Adam Ismail, and joining me today is... Brendan Rorison, and well, we've been talking about older, very niche games recently, um, but now we're actually going to have a discussion more in line with what's happening on the modern racing game front, because Adam, you have had the, the very, very fortunate opportunity to go hands-on with Forza Horizon 5, and I'm just a little bit jealous, I'll be honest. <laughs> Well, I mean, the good news is you won't have to wait very long because the game comes out, uh, I believe it's November 5th. Uh, yeah. I don't know the date in front of me, but uh, yeah, we're only a couple weeks away. And yeah, Microsoft uh, came out with this build that they gave to you know the press and, and influencers or whatever. Uh, not that I'm an influencer. I would not consider myself an influencer, but uh, <laughs> at any rate, um, they they gave Jalopnik, which is the site I work for, uh, access to a preview build of Forza Horizon 5, uh, which is it was a very strange kind of build. And I actually kind of have to commend Microsoft on this because a lot of previews um, stipulate, like, and even, like, depending on, like, when you review a game, you know some of the games are like more particular about like don't give away spoilers and stuff like that a lot of the times like publishers tell you what you can and can't talk about and they're like don't you know make any judgments about the game's performance or the game's this or the game's that or if you're gonna do that like make sure you do it with the caveat that like it's pre-release stuff uh, and the game's not final but with Forza Horizon 5 what they what they did for us they gave us this build and we had access to it for like a week and it consisted of what I would say is like the first 90 minutes of what the career is going to be when you all play the game. So it's the introduction that everyone's seen where you have the Bronco and then the Supra, I think, and then the AMG and then you're driving the 911 through the jungle. And then after that, you have like a showcase event and then you have like two story events where you like one you have a choice of doing one of those and then you have like four or five standard like Forza Horizon races and then once you've done all that you get access to your first house or something and then once you go to the house in this build that we all played uh, the demo ends now when the demo ends uh, the game does not like the game does not save throughout the progress of the demo so once it ends it boots you back to the dashboard and you have to start all over again but if you never go and claim your house then you can pretty much keep doing the same races and like drive around the map and like the campaign doesn't progress at that point but like yeah. nothing would stop you from grinding the same races and earning cars and stuff if you wanted to so they basically gave us access to not the whole game in terms of like events and story, but the whole game in terms of like the world and the cars and what's there and modifying stuff. So that was kind of cool. Um, granted, it was all on Xbox Series X and I do not own an Xbox Series X, but my brother <laughs> right. does. So I actually kept going to my brother's house to play his. So unfortunately, I couldn't like because my console was somewhere other than I was, I couldn't just keep grinding the game. Because if like if you go on YouTube and you see some of the influencers and stuff that have played the game, they like unlocked a ton of cars. And, but the only way for them to have done that is by doing like wheel spins and grinding the same races. And I just didn't have that time. So 
I comparatively could not explore as much of like the car roster as other people could. But uh, that said, I, I did get to play, you know, experience a good chunk of the game. And I'm sorry, Brendan, that was a very long-winded answer to <laughs> what you set me up for. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's all good. I mean, uh, it, it must be interesting just being able to get that kind of inside peek, I suppose, even if it is just like a month until release. Um, obviously, kind of wider games media have had a look at the game and stuff as well. And Forza Horizon's one of those series as well. It definitely seems to tick a lot of boxes, but perhaps it's been leveraged as a complaint that it's a jack-of-all-trades, master of none in many capacities. From your kind of 90 minutes with Forza Horizon 5, have you seen any kind of notable improvements that are worth bringing up, or is this very much a refinement and kind of small evolution on what we got in the last game? Yeah, I... That's the thing. Like... I hate to be the guy who's like kind of down on Forza Horizon because it's or or just the Forza Forza Motorsport and Horizon just just anything that happens with these franchises because they're very iterative and they've been very iterative for so long and it's not that they're bad it's just that they don't really take chances and yeah yeah I'm not I'm not seeing anything in in Horizon Five that leads me to believe <laughs> that you know big chances are going to be taken here I mean the world obviously is gorgeous uh, the the recreation of the world is you know second to none in terms of the slice of mexico that they give you um it's very beautiful i would say that i found that when it kind of when it came to forza horizon 4 how you felt about that map was pretty dependent on whether or not you live or grew up in the uk <laughs> and if <laughs> if like me you hadn't like it was cool but it was also pretty like one note you know, it's, yeah, there wasn't a lot yeah. of variation. The map from the bottom to the top, excluding Edinburgh, like, it was pretty much the same. So, and even, like, the version of Edinburgh that was in Forza Horizon 4 still, for whatever reason, doesn't hold a candle to, like, PGR2's version of Edinburgh, you know? So it, it just felt kind of... It was cool, but it was also kind of, like, lacking something, missing some sort of flavor. And, and I think... I think Horizon 5's Mexico brings that just by virtue of like the different biomes and it's just like a very exotic. It really feels like you're you're traveling somewhere amazing. But those are the kinds of changes you expect from a Forza Horizon game because they change the world every game. So like yeah. <clears throat> aside from that, you know, I was told cuz cuz I had an interview with uh, Mike Brown who is the uh, creative director who's doing most of the press for FH5 and you know, I asked them about physics uh, changes because for me, you know, the Forza physics model, I, I've, I've never loved it. Um, and I'm just kind of wondering when the game is going to materially change in terms of physics. And he was like, you know, we, we took an extra year to make this one. We took three instead of two. So like that's given us more time to to like mess with the suspension model and the braking model the handling feels the same to me you know i ah, I, right. I know this like a little bit more body roll but like otherwise it feels the same um the weird like when it comes to customization which is one of those things that forza when the series came out was like almost or was pretty much like peerless in they really haven't added anything to that over the years except for like very minor things so like 
in terms of like the wheel selection, there are lots of new rims. That's cool. But like you still can't customize your cars to the to the granularity of like Need for Speed Heat, for example. And the thing is like, it's not that I was expecting that because I've been playing Forza games long enough to know what they are and aren't going to change. But it's just like the more that we play these games and the more that they don't take those chances or they don't pull from other things happening in the genre, the more I just kind of wonder like, you know, when are people going to start to, when is the conversation going to start to shift? Because it's, it's definitely shifted for us, like in terms of, um, you know, the racing game community, the, the, the niche, the people that like really, uh, take a laser focus on this genre. But, you know, Brendan, we were talking before the show and we've also been talking to Timex and Discord about this, um, yeah. public perception is starting to change as well. It's not necessarily that, like, oh, Forza Horizon's bad. Like, it's not... <laughs> I want to make that clear. Like, this is going to be a great game. I'm going to play it. I'm going to love it. You know, I, I enjoyed... I had my feelings about 4, but at the end of the day, I enjoyed that game. Uh, I didn't really play 3 or 2 that much. I enjoyed the first Forza Horizon. You know, these are good games. And you're going to have a good time. It's going to be on Game Pass. So, like, if you have Game Pass, it's free. You know, you're going to have a ball. But... With the preview round for this game, uh, you know, we've all noticed that it's starting to get stale to like the mainstream, to pretty much everyone's like, it's Forza Horizon. You know, it was really hard for me to write about it because I know I have my, you know, kind of, I want to say deep seated, but you know, I have over years of playing all of these games, all of these Forza Horizon Motorsport games, I know I have the things that bother me, but I try yeah. not to, I try not to like hone too much in on those things. And I, I, I try to take more of a global objective view and be like, look, you know, the things I nitpick about the car models being the same car models from FM1 or whatever, like they're normal people don't care about that. And you know, so I, I try not to focus too much on those things. But now that it seems like everyone's starting to do it, and it's kind of hard to write about a game where it's like it's good in all of the exact same ways that the last one was good. Do we, you know, are we more critical of it? Because even though it's amazing, it's the same. Like how how do we unpack this? And I know this is something that like is not exclusive to the Forza Horizon series, but like for me, like as a previewer or reviewer or whatever you want to call it, like it's a very difficult thing to to unravel because the game will do so much right, but it's not changing. And I just I don't know how to talk about it, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, I mean, I think the interesting thing is this kind of conversation topic comes off the back of um, different genre completely, obviously, but the back of Far, Far Cry 6 being released. Mm. And there was a there was a very particularly scathing uh, review that came out that basically said that there's absolutely nothing wrong with this game. Um, it does some stuff well. Um, it, it, it has everything you would expect from a Far Cry game. But ultimately... It's incredibly hard to, to justify another high score because it's the exact same type of experience you've had before. And it's funny because if you remove what title's been talked about there, you could argue that maybe Forza Horizon 5 might kind of sleepwalk into this kind of ongoing wider discussion in the games industry where it's like, you have a tried and tested formula that does great. 
but eventually maybe some goodwill runs out and and we know Forza Horizon has a lot of goodwill like it's it is by far the most kind of actively played and uh, well-reviewed kind of racing game going um it benefits hugely obviously from the social element of the gameplay Xbox Game Pass all that type of stuff but I do think it's it's interesting to bring this up because I don't think it's a good position to be in where in a preview phase it's hard to talk about a game because <laughs> ideally you should begin into that with that kind of mystique and mysteriousness of yeah. what else lies in store. Um, in the case of Forza Horizon 5 it just sounds from an outsider's perspective that it will be very surprising if anything that you don't absolutely expect to be in for actually happens because it we we know the way the game's structured, maybe they've added like more exploration and stuff that we might we've seen through kind of previews and trailers. But ultimately the kind of crux of the game looks to be incredibly similar and, and I kind of when you were asking for some questions for the preview that maybe some people would like answered or the QA that you had, Adam, um I kind of made a tongue in cheek comment about is the world map going to make me want to end myself again? Because <laughs> any time I, I turn on Forza Horizon 4 and I just see that absolute clusterfuck of nonsense, it's like this is not what I consider uh, personally, and once again, this is personal perspective, either good game design or a compelling career. And I think, like, I think I've seen in Q and A's and stuff that they they have tried to kind of streamline some elements and stuff. But then I've seen screenshots and videos, and it looks very much the same. Yeah. Um. And is that your experience as well? Like, based on that? Well, we're not. So that's what kind of sucked about this preview is that because the one thing that they restricted was you know the campaign and campaign progression which i understand but because of that it's not like i could evaluate the claim that like the campaign's going to be kind of better designed and more you know invigorating than forza horizon 4's campaign so there was nothing to really evaluate there like in that interview from i think like a month ago where i had asked mike brown the question about the physics i also asked him about the campaign and uh, I'll just read off the quote he said, because I wrote a story about this yeah, on Jalopnik. Yeah. And, um, you know, he didn't give specifics, but he said the changes were made. And he said, I think our campaign learns a lot from Forza Horizon 4's campaign. So the campaign is, I think, much better this time. It does a really nice job of giving players complete freedom in how they want to approach the game. But at the same time, always having them feel like there's a thing you should be doing, a thing you can be doing, all these things you can work towards in a way feels more structured and more directed than it did in Horizon 4, while maintaining freedom to progress through the game in a ton of different ways. So that's very vague. And I know the guy, I know he doesn't want to reveal specifics. To expand upon what I think he means a little bit, we know that there are, these go there are going to be these expeditions on the map where the entire map is available to you from the start, but yeah. you will essentially unlock events in certain regions of the map by doing an expedition to go there first so i, I think right. the way that this is going to play out i don't know but i think the way it's going to play out is like you're going to meet a character or a character's going to reach out to you who's like we want to start the off-road section of the campaign on the northeast corner of the map so let's drive up there and explore the northeast corner of the map and then you have a cluster of events up there then maybe you do those events and then simultaneously then, then you know another expedition opportunity pops up for a different side of the map and like 
again, I'm making an assumption here, but like if that's the way it plays out, I guess that's a little bit cleaner than fours because four fours would just like vomit a fuck ton of <laughs> events on the map at yeah. one time. And then you're like, where the hell do I go? Um, but you know, that's not a major change to the formula. It's a little bit more smartly designed. You know, I, I think I, I always hate talking about like complaining about games that don't change because I feel like you know, we don't, we, we do that, but then we don't, and, and not just us, but just the industry in general and, and fans, we don't talk about how we'd like them to change. Yeah. And I think it's just a philosophical thing. I think you have people who play these games and like the idea of kind of money being meaningless, accomplishments being, accolades being meaningless, and just like kind of getting everything at random. And not really having to work for stuff. And I say not having to work for stuff. I don't mean that in like a derogatory way. I just mean like, you know, it's... That is the Forza model. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is, it is the Forza yeah. model. It's, it's you, you get wheel spins and you get tons of money. And then, you know, the, the cars that you get with those wheel spins, they don't really mean a whole lot because you don't really have to grind. Um, in terms of event payouts and stuff like that, I'm not really seeing anything different with 5. It's a still It's still the kind of game where you excuse me still the kind of game where you pretty much get everything you you might want from the word go <laughs> aside from like certain cars that are restricted to like you know you you would win in like Forzathon events or festival playlists or whatever outside of that it, it, it's pretty much the same level of everything being easy to get and you know I think it's gonna be interesting because I I'm getting the sense that Gran Turismo 7 is actually going to be more like Forza Horizon 2. I not to the same degree, but you can see with the car collection thing that they're going for with the cafe. Like yeah, yeah. they're I I don't think you're gonna have to grind in GT7 the way you had to grind in previous Gran Turismo games. So I think on the whole the industry is shifting this way, but yeah, I mean it's just not it's not something that speaks to me. And it's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed Need for Speed Heat was, uh, aside from all of the criticism of that game, the level, the, the richness of the customization, and, you know, I think you can only have, like, five cars in your garage or something like that, but yeah. you really felt the connection with every single car you had, um, which is something that, honestly, to me, is impossible in Forza Horizon. You just can't. You, you have too much, and it, it, it's kind of meaningless, and you can't do all the same things with them. And that's just the way the game is. And, you know, I don't I don't know if everyone else's complaints are my complaints, but there are things that, you know, I'd like to see differently in terms of the way the game doles out rewards um, or moves you through the through the campaign and it's too early to say whether or not that's the case in terms of the campaign but yeah i'm not i'm not seeing a whole lot of difference there i mean you know i got probably as i was playing the campaign those first 90 minutes or something i got probably like four wheel spins and you know i didn't win any ridiculous amount of money but i did i did scroll past the 250,000 credits thing a bunch of times only to yeah. land on like pink shoes or whatever you know <laughs> it's like it's it, it, in that way, it's it's Forza Horizon again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's one of these things where 
I suppose the benefit of this type of model on Horizon compared to say motorsport is like motorsport still tried to have that pretense of being a traditional career structure which made it an absolute mess to play through and ended up amounting to a, what was effectively moving from one race to the next with no thought or, or strategy in terms of trying to maximise your cash output and stuff whereas Horizon can rightfully lean into this whole idea that basically here's this huge sandbox, go have fun with your friends, do whatever you want. And hands up, like the series for quite some time now has never tried to sell itself as any sort of linear challenging um, racing game. Like if anything, the, the messaging's always been more along the lines of your dream holiday and, and that type of stuff. And it, it's maybe more about that experience of being in the locations. But for me, like, that is also kind of worn off that novelty purely because the the dream holidays that we're talking about here always have the exact same type of roads and the exact same type of routes. And although we're getting a very nice kind of coat of paint by the looks of what I've seen, obviously not played, but what I've seen, I already know the actual driving experience based on what you're saying about the physics being the same, Adam, is going to be the same in that... I'll be honest, after a certain level of power that these cars have, I just simply do not enjoy driving in these no, games. I, I agree with you, yeah. um, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to drive them, and I've seen people say, and I've, I've dabbled in this myself, I think I might have mentioned it in an earlier episode way back, when I, I just got the Series X, but I tuned one of the cars and it made it relatively drivable, but then you're putting a caveat on this kind of off-the-whim, easy-going experience that I have to spend some time tuning the cars. It doesn't really go... Like, it doesn't really kind of meld well, especially when the game doesn't make it that easy to, to just download builds and stuff for your cars that would make it a lot easier. So, for me, this is where I'm worried. I mean, this is, like I said, from a potential... I see a potential buyer. I've got Xbox Game Pass. I'm going to play this game. <laughs> yeah. I'm basically the ideal consumer as far as Xbox is concerned here because for all the bitching and moaning I might make, I'm still going to play and put 50-plus hours into it, let's be honest. Um, the issue for me is that I know fine well once I, I decide, because the game never really forces faster cars on you anyway from previous games, um, once I decide to try, start trying to drive faster cars, I know my experience is just going to plummet because it's just not fun uh, to, to drive those types of car and then the routes themselves as well. I very rarely feel as if you get in that flow that makes a good racing game, like where, where like you feel as if you're one with the car almost and you're able to kind of maximise it. I've always just felt as in Forza Horizon it's a case of you you happily accept you're going to come fifth and sixth in some races, not because the AI were particularly great or you're particularly slow, but certain cars just do not work well on these routes. And with a game this size, that's going to happen, obviously. But I feel as if with the current physics model, it's almost as if there are genuinely a lot of cars in this game that I don't think there's a point in even trying to drive, which yeah. is... Which is frustrating, but like I said, this is all conditional. There's there are going to be plenty of people who like the physics and don't think it's an issue. But for me, I, w I almost feel as if the physics not changing is kind of it's cause and effect between the physics not changing and the roots not changing because that's probably the reason why we haven't seen a, a total cityscape environment or something. Because can you imagine trying to play with these type of physics and tight city streets? It would just be absolute nonsense well, <laughs> Edinburgh was fine in Forza Horizon 4 but see I was going to disagree like I 
I hated any race that like the street racing series or whatever in Horizon 4 where you were mostly in like Edinburgh and stuff like I couldn't stand it because you had like these super tight corners and I don't know what it is but like breaks don't work in Forza games I know no, that's like a no. ridiculous thing <laughs> to say I don't have an issue with braking in any other game, simulation or arcade, but there's just something about the way that brakes feel in Forza, in Forza Horizon Motorsport where I just like, I, I don't know. So like when you're when you're like slowing down for like a 90 degree corner or something like that in the city section of Horizon 4, it's, it, it was just always a, an episode in, um, in Madness. And then like, you know, I would keep rewinds on like when I when I play Horizon because like it's not a hardcore game I don't care so like I keep rewinds on I usually have the difficulty pretty high and I would always end up in these situations where like I get punted or I end up punting someone because I can't fucking hit the brakes at, at the right time I miss my point and I have this like crash in you know a corner of uh, a really tight corner in Edinburgh right so I hit the rewind button but you know the thing that they have not changed or addressed, I, I love it because no one ever talks about this, but Forza has had the exact same rewind protocol since they introduced it in Forza Motorsport <laughs> 3, where you just yeah. press the Y button as many times as like it takes for you to, you know, there's like a rewind point here and then there's a rewind point, you know, another three or four seconds earlier. You know, the the way that other games did rewinds, like the Codemasters games back in the day, like Grid, for example, and Dirt, where it's basically just the replay function and you can just rewind to any point in time, is not something you've ever been able to do in Forza. So, like, I just hate the process of rewinding in Forza games because, like, you go back and it'll... The first rewind point is almost always terrible. It's almost always like in the middle of another corner or like <laughs> when you've already started breaking. It's just it and they've never changed it. They've never addressed it. And uh I think it was um I think it was Admister in our uh in our Discord who, you know, does so much work to dive into these games and is just like a genius when it comes to that stuff. But I think he just said like it's just it's the way they did it like it's intrinsic to and i don't want to put words in his mouth if he's listening so i'm sorry if i get this wrong but um it's just <laughs> intrinsic to a way that they've done it the way it's coded and that's just how forza is and i feel like that's always the excuse of forza it's like well yes they can't yeah. you know uh they 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 can't add this element to car customization because the cars aren't built that way they can't do this or change this because because the game's not structured that way because the materials are the way they've been and all this stuff and it's just like that's always the excuse and they they've actually gotten to the point that Gran Turismo was in the PS3 days where you know they carried over it, it's not quite as bad but I liken it to the whole standard car thing because like everyone was like really upset rightfully so myself included at Gran Turismo when they were just carrying over 800 cars from the PS2 generation they look like shit and obviously yeah. like all the carried over content in, in Forza Motorsport and Horizon these days is not anywhere near that bad I'm not saying that but like there is clearly limitations to what you can do if you never dump the old shit. And I think we've, we've definitely hit that point with, with the Forza games. They just, they've gotten so big, they hold on to so much, and they never dump it. You know, imagine, 
no one no one ever wants to think about like oh let's throw out like you know what what if the next Forza Horizon game had like one like 200 cars you yeah. know because like this game is so this series is so dependent on scale now but like if they did that and the cars are customizable in ways that like go far beyond what's possible in the series now that would go a long way towards like you know fixing a lot of the problems that I had with for example with with the customization suite but it's just not the popular thing because let's be honest the people who play these games um which by that I mean like these games are like huge they have huge appeal they have huge mainstream oh, appeal massive, everyone yeah. plays them whether you like cars or not do they really care about you know being able to put like a decal on the window which is something you can't do in like the forts delivery yet or being able to like upload your own decals or you know you can't like change like taillights or, or, or headlights or something and for like do they really care about these things like no it's just like the it's just like the stick in the mud like the the people like me and you that like obsess over this stuff so what's the incentive they have to change like they're just going to make a very small subset of fans happy and you know let's be honest like we don't matter any more than anyone else you know so it's just I, I feel like you, you take this like step back and this global view and it's like there's almost no incentive for anything to ever be different <laughs> and it's very easy as as a fan it's very easy to just get cynical about it um yeah exactly yeah. and like let's let's put the facts on the table here the only game played more on xbox game pass than forza horizon 4 is minecraft like that that is what oh, we're wow. talking about i didn't here. know that <laughs> uh, yeah it, it, it's absolutely mental um in terms of active players and stuff it, it continues trucking along because for the wider gaming audience it's pretty much the perfect kind of bouncing board and a racing like experience to play with your friends and stuff and like like for me i've always seen forza horizon as it is now is like the the kind of conceptualization of what Xbox Game Pass is really trying to offer. I feel as if as a game it pretty much has that whole here is all of this content, whether you resonate with it or not is not really our issue, but so long as you find any sort of value in it then that works for us. It is the it's the subscription model of any type of business really and I think that with Forza Horizon that's it. It's like low investment but maximum output. And I feel as if we're not talking on a quality basis. I mean, just in terms of if you play Forza Horizon for an hour, you will earn a shit ton of cash and earn a shitload of cars. And you'll feel as if you accomplish something. Because the thing about gaming in general nowadays is that it's basically all a fight for people's time. Like any game now that is kind of big and huge, just things like Warzone and the like, where there is an incentive to make sure that you do not miss your daily rewards or your sessions uh, your weekly like season passes or whatever it's all a battle for time basically and I feel as if Forza Horizon suits that perfectly because when you have an hour to play a racing game it's giving you everything you need to have a good time technically speaking the biggest issue with that is for those who genuinely like racing games and want to have the best possible experience I would argue that the kind of market leader at the moment isn't really kind of ticking the boxes that are typically associated with the genre. And like you say, if there's no incentive to change, then that's very it's not very likely to change in that scenario. But I think there there is something to be said for what you're saying where you can't always just hand wave away missing elements or or maybe kind of 
lacking elements of the game experience by saying, well, Forza's not built that way. Polyphony made the incredibly difficult decision to basically start from scratch with GT Sport. And they, they got the flunk for it and they got the stick for it, right? I would argue now where kind of gaming in general sits, if Forza Horizon were to have that reset, reset moment and they redefined what the game is going to be, I think less people would probably care now than they did when Polyphony did it with GT Sport because it was still at that kind of time period where Turn 10 and Polyphony were seen at lockheads, these two kind of flagship series are, are kind of very important for, for each of the console manufacturers. I think nowadays the portfolio is so wide and there's so many popular series that Forza Horizon deciding to take a reset year wouldn't draw as much ire as it did for GT Sport. And obviously that's just a purely subjective opinion side of things, but I just feel as if you're kind of, you're at that oblivion point of view, and not, not the game, but just <laughs> in terms of the term itself, that point of oblivion where Forza Horizon were like, what can you realistically do past this point? Because the biomes in Forza Horizon 5 are so wild and wide and varied seemingly that they are trying to get as much as they can out of this type of game structure. But for as long as this game is the way it is, I don't think we'll ever have any Forza Horizon game that takes predominant, that predominantly takes place in a city for the reasons we've talked about, for example, where the physics engine just isn't kind of keen to it and you don't have game design that really I, kind of I, centers around that. I, I, think, I think the key issue is that, because everyone always says, like, do Japan, do do Tokyo, yeah. whatever, and the like, do, do like... Uh, Toge roads or something like that outside the city. Basically, do Need for Speed Carbon and like <laughs> in Japan, and it's it's a complex thing because I feel like people say that and then people see Mexico and then they like bitch and moan and it's, there's kind of there's almost like kind of a racism thing in there and that that bothers me. I don't like that. But at the same time, it's like I, I feel like one of the commentaries that people are making when they ask for like Tokyo or something like that is like give us a culture and an idea that is so different to the franchise uh, and 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 what that by that i mean like forza horizon has never been like a city street racer forza horizon has never been like um it's it's never tried to laser focus in on any one environment it's just kind of tried to be everything to all people one of the reasons that like Forza will never do like a Tokyo thing is because like they don't want to hone in on something too much to the point where they cut out other aspects of the experience. Like they'll never do just a city racer yeah. because uh, then they would have to maybe get rid of a lot of the off-road stuff and the off-road stuff is incredibly important to the game. So they have to yeah. keep, it's all a very roundabout way of me saying, it. I don't know if I'm making a ton of sense, but they have to keep, Picking these settings and picking these uh, structures for the games that make sure that every single box is ticked. And unfortunately, I mean, in my opinion, you know, when you do that, it is really the jack of all trades thing. Like you can't, you never feel like you're giving any one aspect of that experience enough attention, enough time. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I, I would, I would love to see a, a game that just focuses in on like city street racing, but they would have to cut out an aspect of the experience that a lot of people probably like and if forza horizon loses that ability to appeal to everyone that could cut into you know the amount of people to play the game and as you said yeah. brendan you know with game paths and stuff with the game being so accessible i don't think that's anything they would ever want to slim down 
Yeah, exactly, and I think that whole idea that you can't give enough time to anything particularly as well makes the the kind of overarching narrative of as well of the main career mode or story mode or whatever so like passive and, and pointless. I mean, it's one of these things where if you really want to dedicate enough time to each of the different disciplines, like why does it always have to be Johnny Foreigner or whatever flying into these horizon festivals to experience the culture and stuff? Why isn't it why are we not playing to say You've got four Mexican main characters who have been waiting for the fucking Horizon Festival to arrive so that they can actually pursue their racing dream in one of the specific disciplines. That's actually a and really then you good can point. It. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just like, <laughs> see, for me, that's an obvious thing where any of these locales in the UK it could have been the exact same thing. Somebody who's a UK resident who is a very good racing driver at, say, fucking British touring cars or whatever, the Horizon Festival is the most well known street racing festival in the world and he wants to become the champion of his specific discipline but you can still keep that type of structure that they're going for but you split it between residents of Mexico like why are they not the, why are you not the, acting as the tour guide for example for the Horizon Festival instead of some random NPC that's been brought in for me there's just like there's all these different wee angles they could take to, to make the Horizon Festival feel worthwhile in some capacity and it's not as if it's the first time they would ever do this either because if I remember correctly in Horizon 1 you were a driver in the festival whereas because of the accessibility piece and trying to make it seem like this open-ended sandbox they kind of shifted that towards you are crucial to the, the operation of it and you will do these showcase events and stuff and like I don't know I, I feel as if there's a, there's a difference in structure there that could be imposed but it doesn't for the reasons you've just said for other parts of the game, Adam. I feel as if there's that kind of apprehension in terms of trying to make it even seem a tiny bit limited, but for me, the idea of playing as drivers in Mexico is a lot more interesting than me just kind of dropping in and just exploring this place as, as a, a tourist, basically. I Look, I, I do want to make it clear, like, I... <sighs> I don't want to say that they're they're taking like a totally like blind eye to, you know, we we stage a game in Mexico and we're not doing like, you know, we're not like honoring the culture, right? Like anyone who has watched footage of the game can see like there are a number of characters that are Mexican in the game and they're voiced by Mexican people. Um, there are like murals and, and art in the world yeah. on the sides of buildings that are done by Mexican artists. Like, and there's actually like a, there's this theme song that, um, is done on kind of like uh you know acoustic guitar that's like mexican in nature and just like very beautiful and like so so they clearly like they care it's just like i don't know if i don't know if that's really shining through because the nature of the game is so static compared to other you know coming from other forza horizon games like i i, I guess that's what it is and also like you bring up a really good point about the main character because in this game, you show up, and I think it, it, it's you are reminded like forty times, like, "Oh, you just just flew in from the UK. You dominated the UK uh, Forza Horizon Festival. Now you're here." It's like, yeah, why couldn't they, you know, maybe make you like a character, like a character who's like uh, from Mexico doing the doing the Horizon Festival for the first time? I don't know if that would really change a whole lot, but just like, no, no, you know, it it's it is kind of interesting to think about, and that's something they could have done. Um, you know, I, again, I, I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, kind of begrudge them too much for, for any aspect of like not, not conveying the culture properly. Cause I, I, 
I mean, look, as a, as a white dude, I, not like I would really know, um, you know, I think that's fine. I think my issues really have to do with the, with the structure of the game. Um, but you know, that said it's, it's Forza Horizon and we've, we've circled it uh, a bunch of times in this, in this, uh, podcast and it is what it is. And if you've, if you've liked it the way it's been, you're going to love five. And if you haven't, I, I don't think there's going to be anything here. It's going to change your mind. That said, you know, I'm going to play the game. I'm going to enjoy it. I know you're going to play it, Brendan. It's, it's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to have it. It's going to be a ubiquitous racing game that everybody's going to have. And it's going to look amazing. You know, it's going to have the biggest car roster. It's gonna, and There are some, some new customization elements that are kind of cool. So, you know, it's going to be that, that standard racing game that everyone plays. And I think this genre always has one. And that's fine, um, but yeah, I, I I hate doing these shows because I feel like I, I don't like being like really negative, but I also yeah, don't like course. pretending that you know the because because this happened with Horizon Four, and honestly, I fell in I fell into a trap too. If you read my Horizon Four review, it's like just glowing because I played the first you know I hadn't played two or three, and I played like the first couple of hours of the game where everything is new and exciting and like, oh my God, all this stuff. It's it, it's like the kind of game that's like made so that if you experience a snippet of it, you then like extrapolate like, oh, if like the first 30 minutes of the game had this much content, like, oh my God, like it's just so big. And it's like, you don't even think about like where the game will go beyond that. So you don't even have time to like play the game and just feel it start to get a little bit tired, feel it start to get a little bit repetitive, feel it start to get a little bit like, um, you know, just just kind of lose that like ability to be rewarding. And so people yeah. just saw all of the content that Four had and were like, "Best racing game ever made," you know. Um, <laughs> and I, I I don't think that's right either. So um, and I don't think that uh, you know we we've talked. To, We've talked on this show so many times. The the games we grew up playing, we're nothing if not sticklers for quality over quantity. And that's not to say, as you said, you know, you, you made this point too. It's not like Forza Horizon is a low quality series or anything like that. But you know, if if you have a fifth of the car roster and you do something more interesting with that roster, or if you have a world that's like maybe half the size, but like for whatever reason, it's just more just more interesting to explore just just more like lovingly crafted like we're always going to trend toward the one that's that's smaller but different or smaller than unique than the one that's just like you know huge and massive because that's that's just kind of how we are uh, aye, exactly that's the thing like if you've if you've been listening to us for some time you know exactly how these discussions are going to go probably before <laughs> before we have them and at the end of the day like it's like, I think basically what we're saying is like it's it's not that we haven't given enough time to the positive aspects based on your preview and based on what I've read. It's more to do with like you know you already know what the positives are going to be and you're going to enjoy it just that like we said we're going to at the end of the day. It's just that I think like when Forza Horizon comes out, you're entitled to enjoy the game and put in many hours, which we all do, but then you're also entitled to that little period of moaning about it not changing. It's just, they kind of go hand in hand. It's almost a kind of the sports game philosophy as well, where a lot of people are ardent 
sports game players and they, they understand every single year there are going to be those elements that simply don't change and you're allowed a little moan at it but you're still going to play the shit out of them it's the same with Forza Horizon like I, even me I, I've taken off some I've taken off some days from work around the weekend that comes out because I know fine well that I'm just going to be having a laugh with some friends on it and it'll, it'll be good fun like that, that's the thing I know what Forza Horizon offers I, I still think it's important though that we always try and call it like where it could perhaps improve or or where the series' future may lie if it decides to have a shift because like who knows maybe the Forza Motorsport moment isn't too far away for Horizon because Forza Motorsport basically hit the wall with 7 and they, they really did have to go back to the drawing board and completely renovate it and I don't think 5 will be that point but you never know how far away that is and I'm sure Playground are aware as well that they will at some point have to make kind of considerable transformations and with every game that comes out that follows the exact same type of structure with, with some slight modifications you're kind of sleepwalking into that problem that, that could arise yeah and you know i i don't mean to to poo poo this but everyone's kind of made this assumption because it's called it's gonna be called forza motorsport and it's just you know um it has that reboot energy to it a lot of people are like oh it's it's gonna totally you know reboot the mm-hmm. franchise and just be you know yeah. all new everything and i i don't know i mean honestly forza has never done that before so not having a history of that <laughs> yeah. it's hard for me to believe that that's going to be the game to do it I, I almost get the sense that they're they kind of saw what gt sport did in terms of basing itself around online competition or the idea of motorsport and and their they're focusing in on that rather than using maybe using it as an opportunity to really redefine the game like seven seven had a no they never pitched seven as like a re um you know just kind of like a reboot of the motorsport franchise but when you start out that game it's like oh there are characters now and there's like (laughs) the forza world championship is like three different you know styles of racing or whatever three different characters run it and like they they were like oh this campaign's been like redefined from the bottom up so it's not just in the list of events and like ultimately that game still felt exactly like every forza motorsport game before it so all this is to say, I'll you know, I'll believe it when I see it. I I hope that they you know kind of bring something new to the table. I I did want to call out. We put out a request in, in case anybody had questions, and I think there are so many people who have played this game and who have answered these questions that like we we didn't get a lot, and that's fine. We've also talked at length, obviously, about the progression, which is something that a couple people asked about. Um, yeah. There were two questions, uh, one from Mr. Wilbertson that said, did you get to check out Events Lab? Which is something that it wasn't in the demo, and I mean, admittedly, is going to be a big part of the game, um, it, but it wasn't in the demo, so I couldn't. I mean, that's something that the the people who create content, the people who create events and stuff, they're going to really latch on to that the same way that... Um, Definitely to a larger degree, but it's, it's doing what GTA started and then Dirt 5 tried to do. Um, you know, w- w- in terms of like the the, uh, the event editor and stuff like that, so that's gonna be cool to see. Not not so much my thing, but again, you know, what do I know? Um, <laughs> and uh, RKD asked about the uh, soundtrack in the game, which um, I don't think they want us talking about yet, but I will say okay. that. Uh, <laughs> 
there are a couple times in the soundtrack i'll say two things one um there are a few songs i definitely heard in dirt five and i just feel like dirt five and this like in terms of like energy are like exactly the same like expect the same kinds of music um and also the one thing i will commend them on is like i laughed my ass off when i played forza horizon 4 and like the first two songs i heard were like ngmt kids and like m83 i'm like what what year is this like what, <laughs> this is 2009 like come on so i didn't hear anything like that i didn't hear anything that was like outrageously old like a millennial's idea of what a of what an edm festival was in like 2008 so that's good i, I will commend them on that um yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing about the soundtrack, it's pretty funny, actually, because one of the things for Dirt 5 for me was, like, a good five or six songs were also in the NHL game that had been released, like, yeah. two months previous. So it's pretty funny. Like, I know, I can probably guess the tracks and bands that are kind of carried over because there's definitely a specific type of vibe that kind of sports and, and that kind of car culture goes for. So it's, um, it's funny. Yeah. Um, I hope for your sanity, Adam, that High Hopes by Panic at the Disco hasn't made the cut. <laughs> it, it's not in there. Um, most of the artists, <laughs> I feel <you> like, uh, <laughs> I'll just say, there's a Killer song, there's a Foo Fighters song, I know this is those two things, but most of the artists in the game are pretty, uh, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah, I'm just, yeah. maybe I just don't know because like kids know what, you know, all the, all the popular music is these days and I'm rapidly approaching 30 but uh <laughs> but yeah so i'm sure you know it's it's the soundtracks hanging the, the same kind of beats as uh, as previous horizon games and uh you know what to expect there as well so <sighs> timeless fm for me man <laughs> that's still <laughs> here i think it's music. called um because they i think it's radio eterna now so i mean same ah, same music okay. but if you want to uh drive around to the same music that Asuka from Evangelion gets brutally murdered in, <laughs> then you can do that uh, if that's something that interests there you. you. Go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one way to make it a unique experience. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's funny because this game is going to come out in like a couple weeks and I wonder if we're just going to end up having the exact same conversation, but I, I hope not. I hope it's... Uh, Maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll dwell less less on it unless there's something that unless we play the final game and it just rapidly is like totally different than anything that like mm -hmm. me or anyone else who has already played the the preview build experience. Um, this yeah. is probably going to be like the lasting record on Forza Horizon Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least the conversation might shift to some funny stuff we've done and events maybe because I know we're trying to get. Yeah. The Horizon 5 session sorted and the time extend Discord as well. So that could be a good laugh based on how the GT first days tend to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, looking forward to playing the full game. Um, looking forward to uh, hopping online and that might be the next venue for like a, a TG type event. Not yeah. that we could do, that you know, we can't good. do like an endurance race, but getting, getting everyone together. Um, because the game is uh it's not gonna be free per se but game pass is as close to free as you can get without actually being free so <laughs> yeah i think as well like every game tends to have that like goliath route type thing where it's like the entire map track so we could do like fucking five laps of whatever the equivalent's called in that game and that could count as endurance yeah <laughs> perhaps perhaps 
So I think that's a you know a good place to leave it. Uh, as usual, our our the our short little dis- preview discussion about Forza Horizon Five has ended up being an entire episode because we just don't know how to spend less than fifty minutes recording <laughs> anything. Um, but I think so it's good. True. So yeah, that's it. We we, we got it out of our system. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, uh, thanks again for listening. Um, follow. Uh, I don't even know why I say this anymore, but follow t- <laughs> follow time underscore extend on Twitter. If you want to uh, join our discord, uh, which is a, a great place to be. Uh, if you can tell by the fact that we, we never shut up about the conversations that go on it, uh, please send us a DM and we will, we will shoot you an invite right away. And, uh, you can be part of all of these fun, um, GT Thursday and inevitably Forza Horizon five. I don't know what day of the week it's going to be Wednesday. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you can be part of those fun happenings. So, uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter and we will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening, guys.